Hello, and welcome to the Super 90s Brothers. I am your host, Brennan Pointer. Along with me is Adam J. Pittler. How's it going, buddy? With you, as always, it's Adam. Good, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm just, uh, you know... You know, we're enjoying the weather here at Spokane. It's uh, it's getting to be in the 80s finally. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a uh, really nice weather down in the Bay Area too. Does it strike you as like old that whenever we ask each other how we're doing, we talk about the weather now? Is that? Like, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was just thinking like, why is it that every every time we start this show, I start off with like talking about the weather? I think it's because I'm I'm. Si- I'm sitting upstairs in our like, um, like up in our loft, and it, it has an amazing view of like the sun, and like it lets you, and, I, and I just know like what it feels like outside in this room. Like it has like all these windows, and you can like see the sun shining. And so it's kind of it's just topical what's going on right now. Yeah, I mean uh, the weather is usually topical. It's it's happening like as we as we talk. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll start talking less about the weather moving forward. But that's neither here nor there. So uh, how was your last weekend, Brennan? That was all right. That was fine. Uh, no big deal. That was great. We uh, uh, you know I went up to went up went down to San Francisco to. Uh, the Bay Area to hang out with you, and uh, we had a great time. I, mean, I thought, yeah, we went to Santa Cruz. We went to a, a, a speakeasy with, like, actors in it, um, you know. Got, got to go hang out downtown Oakland on our last day. It was a, I got to experience a lot of the Bay Area, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, so Brennan flew home, I don't know, Sunday around, like, 6 p.m., and yep. it's it's now Thursday morning at like seven. So it's been about four days and pretty much since Brennan left every like few hours or so, I'll get this like funny little feeling like, should I text Brennan and like thank him for coming or like talk about what we did? And then I just like, don't do it. Cause I'm a guy, but it, you know how like after you go, after you go on a date with somebody, you kind of feel like you need to like say thanks, even though you said it at the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I know. It's like the it's the whole like uh, the thank you follow up. Like, hey, thanks for coming over for dinner last night. It was great. Or had a had an awesome time. We should do it again soon. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, I I said it when I left. Like, I had a great time. So does it need to be? Yeah, that's again? What, that, Yeah, that's where I kept falling. So I was like, yeah, he knows. <laughs> I'll talk to him. You know, when I talk, when I talk to him, does he really need to know now? And then the, the, like the other. The little devil side of on my shoulder goes, no, Adam, you know, he was nice enough to come visit. You should tell him right now, you know. <laughs> and then the little <laughs> angel's like, you've got other things going on, Adam. It's okay to tell him later. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that, that quite the predicament though, like, that you're like you're struggling between. Um, well, that's why, that's why I thought I'd bring it up. I mean, you have little angels and devils on your shoulders talk to you, right? Not really. I just kind of just do what I want. I think a lot of people like don't like to admit that there's like a little devil on one shoulder. Well, I I just think that I I don't, I don't think that way. I just I don't. I really don't. What way? Like the, the devil and the angel, like on your shoulder, like you're struggling between like like two different like ideas. Like it doesn't happen to me that much. Oh. 
Well, that's boring. So you're just like always a unified front? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Oh, it must be so great to be you. Well, thank you, oh, Brennan. The man with all the answers to everything that goes on in his head. Well, I know exactly what I'm going to do. No need for internal argument here. So, uh, anyway. But my, my, thank you, my thank you card is in the mail, so you can expect that in the next couple of days. Um, all right. So uh, speaking I, I, of thank yous, speaking of thank yous. Oh, I need a, I'm walking around right now. I need to like sit down to like do the thank yous. Um, well, I'm, I can still say it. I don't care yeah, if you're uh, around. I can say it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's take yeah, our fans who've been uh, listening to the show, Kevin Woods. Yeah. So, so yeah. Brent and I are just two regular guys. Um, we're very good looking, very intellectual. You know, some say, you know, some may say mythical, astrological, whatever. I just say we're two regular guys. And uh, we do this podcast for fun. And um, we really love it when you guys interact with us. Uh, we're really hoping for more five-star reviews on our iTunes. That'll get us into more uh, search parameters. So it'd be mean a lot to us if you guys would get on your iTunes, uh, go to the reviews, find Super 90s Brothers, and give us a five-star review. Um, other than that, we really appreciate it when you guys interact with us on Facebook and Twitter and all the other social medias, um, liking and sharing our posts. It means, like the world does, that like other real people out there, maybe they're also good-looking or astrological, what have you, listen to our show and say, wow, this was this left such a positive indentation on me. I'm going to do something about it by clicking my mouse. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, anyway, mm-hmm. Brennan. Brennan has the names of some of those fans that were kind enough. Brennan, would you mind uh, giving those fans a quick shout-out? Yeah, um, thank you to Kevin Woodson, uh, Joseph Zalin, Eduardo Rodriguez, Silas uh, Don, I don't know if that's your real name, uh, Tawan T.K. Knox Sr., Jonathan Alonzo, Jordan, oh, Jordan Von Doom, I saw this name last week, I thought it was really cool, and Blair CJ, thank you guys for listening to the show, um, yeah, and, um, yeah, did you, did you say Jordan Von Doom or Doom? Von Doom, I, I think it's fake, I think it's a fake name. Oh, well still, that's like a repeat liker, and we're getting more and more like repeat likers, repeat commenters, so, uh, yeah, the... The legend of Super 90s Brothers is starting to grow, and you guys can be a part of the legend, too. So make sure to tell your friends, like our show, share our show, and email the show at super90sbrothers at gmail.com. And that's enough self-promotion. Yes. Um, so I wanted, to say, I wanted to say one thing, apologize to our fans. Uh, me and Adam actually didn't we, – we were together, and we, we didn't do a live show together. <laughs> yeah, I, we, I, just did, I, we just didn't have time amidst all the debauchery. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I miss all the, like, waking up at 11 a.m. in the morning. And um, Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> Brennan, Brennan, Brennan had this really unfortunate thing where because he was staying at, like, a friend's house, it wasn't, like, his familiar bed, he, he kept waking up, like, really early in the morning. And, like, regardless of how late we went to bed, he kept, like, waking up at 6.30. But, you know, I was fine. Like, I was is that, is that, that's just my eternal clock. I I wake up every morning at six thirty. I'm actually yeah. waking up at waking up at six thirty is like sleeping in for me. Yeah, but if you but, were in your real bed, couldn't you have gone back to sleep? Oh, probably. I don't know. I don't usually go back to sleep when I wake up, though. So. Oh really? That's that's kind of my yeah, it's my own issue. So, but anyway, uh, other than that. So, 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 so Bern and I were on a bit of a clock issue because I, I kept yeah. waking up at like. And, and we're, we're also away. on the, we're also on the issue where 
you're like you're not well you're not a bachelor but you're single not you're not not you're not a bachelor or single you're married but you have like no kids so like when you have like when you have like no responsibilities like for children you can sleep you can sleep in the, you can sleep into whenever you want sleep the day away so I did meet your devil yeah. dog. I did meet your devil dog who, like, hated me, and you had to, like, send her away for the weekend because, like, you were afraid she might, like, hurt me, so. Yeah, um, we did do it for your protection. She's a vicious 13-pound cavalier. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't like strangers at first. I don't know why. It takes a little while to warm up, but, no, she went and stayed the weekend with the doggy sitter, so that was nice so that we could just uh, be irresponsible all weekend. But, uh, to... You know what? That's a good segue. Be yeah. irresponsible. We're going to talk about one of our favorite 90s shows that has the most irresponsible parents ever. We're talking about our favorite Nicktoon. Well, maybe not our favorite. One of our favorite Nicktoons. One of the original Nicktoons. You, you know, four babies named after Brennan's kids. You got it. We're talking Rugrats. Ow! Oh! Um... It, it is actually an original Nicktoon. It, it premiered at the same time as um, Ren and Stimpy and, um, and Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, Doug and Ren and Stimpy. So it Dude, was. Would you would you believe that I remember the first Nicktoon weekend? Would you believe that? I wouldn't, but I I'll believe it once you tell me the story about it. Well, I don't. I mean, all I remember is like getting up <laughs> and watching Nicktoons, but I remember like watching them. I remember watching like the first like run of the three. And, is it like uh, was I, it on a was it on at a certain time? Was it a Saturday yeah, thing? Yeah, it was. It, no, it's sun, I think it was Sundays at ten a.m. Sundays I at believe. ten a.m. Like, when everybody was at church. Yeah, except the pagans <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rugrats. I mean, this is like. I mean, this is Rugrats was like a cultural cultural phenomenon. Like it ran from uh, two thousand, not two thousand, nineteen ninety one to two thousand and four. Kind of. And, uh, well, that's what the IMDb page says. Is that how long it Yeah, was? I know. I know. But there weren't any new episodes being cranked out, you know, after, like, 95 until, like, 2001 or something like that. There was, like, a big hiatus in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it said that it ran for, like, 10 seasons, and it had that big gap. There must have been a big gap in there. Um, so it must have went away and came back for a second. And then, of course, uh, of course the, always the, the bastardized version when they – the all-grown-up version, which was yeah, what short-lived. the hell was that? Yeah, uh, we we'll, don't need we'll to get, get we don't need to get in that <laughs> right now. Well, we can but, complain about it later anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely, we can. Um, so, but yeah, Red Rex. Um, let me let me lay out yeah, the show for those that haven't show. seen it. So okay, you, so like, four, yeah. all you people that have been living under a you know a fucking cave or whatever, like this is what Rugrats is. It's the four little babies. And, like, one of them's brave, one of them's a scaredy cat, and then there's these two twins, and they're kind of just, like, wild cards. They're kind of, like, up for whatever. And the twins' names are Phil and Lil, and we're going to bring that up again later. And the four of them um, are always playing together because they, like, live on the same block, and the, the parents always drop the babies off at one of the other parents' house so the babies can just, like, play together, and then, like, one parent has to watch all of them. The setup is pretty understandable. It seems like that's what a, a block of... Uh, equal-aged babies would do. And the thing that's not so believable is that pretty much wherever the babies are, whatever house they're in, whatever parent is watching them, that parent decides that the babies aren't important enough to watch, 
and they're going to go do something else. <laughs> so, <laughs> every episode, the babies have this opportunity to uh, pretty much go to an imagination land thing. I mean, that's essentially what's going on. The babies, they get alone, and then they, like, go to their imagination, and the four of them pretend to go on some fun adventure. And it's always kind of the realms of reality are always are always kind of limitless, except that you kind of get to the idea that it would only be something thought of by, you know, like a, a two-year-old inside their living room. It's, it's never anything, like, too fantastical, really. It's right. just, you know, it's just them, like, playing, horsing around on the carpet or whatever. And, yeah, that's pretty yeah, much the setup like, of the show. One episode's, like, about, like, they're trying to get to the cookies on top of the refrigerator, and I think, like, the, what's playing in their, like, the imagination of the world that they're doing is, like, they're climbing a mountain to get to the top of, like, like Cookie Mountain to get the cookies. Like, that's the kind of, like, that's... Yeah. Not, but really, they're just trying to climb up up the sink to get to the top of the refrigerator, so... <laughs> right, yeah, that's how the show works. And, uh, yeah, it was certainly, uh... I mean, it was the second best Nicktoon when it came out. Rinse Tippy was the best. And Rocco came out, and Rocco was better. It, I will say that it was always better than Doug. you got to give it that. Although I like Doug. Rugrats just had a little more creativity, a little more originality. Um, anyway, so these four babies are, are kind of the hardest show. But they, the antagonist, and this is, this is where I come in. This is why I like the show so much. And this is my favorite character. The antagonist is a three-year-old little girl named Angelica. And it's Tommy's, like, you know, cousin... And she's a little bit older, and she's kind of spoiled, rotten, and she's mean, and she tricks the babies, and she's obsessed with cookies and vi- and video games and TV and gummy bears. And to me, Angelica made the fucking show. Like, without Angelica, that show is like a pile of shit. Like, that's just how I feel. I thought she was so, like, funny and good for the show, and she she always was, like, tricking the babies and getting them to do her bidding. And <laughs> I, she was just a great character. And without her, I don't think the show works. But uh, yeah, right. those, those are my my general impressions of the show. What, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, Angelica definitely was like the she. What they needed, like, because they're babies, like, there's not going to be any like real villains, like. So like they had to make what? like they, they had to make like a villain, and so like that was Angelica. And Annie, Angelica was like kind of like the. And she's also like Eddie Haskell, like she. That's probably a really old reference that nobody understands. No, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> but um, she was good she at was she like, was good at kissing up to adults. Yeah, but the one other thing is that she was always she always like got in trouble too though. So like if like she was too mean, she would like at the end of the episode like she would be always always like she's like like something would like someone would like scold her or something you know like so like yeah she'd always get caught. Yeah, she'd always get caught in what she was doing. So. Um, An adult would find out that she was being mean to the babies or not sharing with the babies or tricking the babies or something. And they would scold her and they would take away her cookies or something and she would cry. That would be the end. And the babies would be all happy because they got their cookie or whatever. But unlike, like, unlike Charlie Brown or Peanuts, whatever you want to call it, the adults in the show actually do have roles. Like, they, they're actually, they they are characters and they, like, and some of them are, like, some of the most interesting characters because like like the babies are just babies like they're they're fun or whatever but like then the parents are all like very have very unique like personalities like um Stu is like an inventor and like the a toy inventor a toy inventor yeah um 
the twins, I can't think of the mom, the twins' mom's name. The, she's like the a, mom. Is, no, she's like a, you know, a feminist, right? Yeah, uh huh. She's a feminist, and then like Chucky's dad. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't call him that. Uh, but but like they, he's like a single wife, dad. He's, he's a single like dad whose whose wife had died. Yeah, he's kind of a whip. I, I hate that term, Chucky. I really I hate that term. His wife, his wife left him. They just. No, it, I just read something online that said his wife died. No, I'm. I know. I'm saying that was just. A, I was making a joke. Oh, I, I guess I, I thought I thought you were like actually like no, saying no. what actually happened. Okay. They didn't actually talk much about Chucky's mom. Right. Um, so yeah, but then, but it, yeah, it was just. But every show was very, you know, very much formulaic, like all like a lot of cartoons are. Like the kids are in. Doing, trying to do something, trying to get get the point A, get from point A to point B. So, and the parents are being so like irresponsible and like <laughs> like the worst watchdogs ever. Like these parents are just awful at watching these kids. Like, the way I the way I imagine it now as an adult is like all the parents are just they're just drinking. Like they're ha- like if they're like they're having they're just like for being forgetful, you know. Um, it doesn't ever happen to me, but. uh <laughs> yeah right, <laughs> but I don't know. Like when you have like kids like all together like in like packs of like three or four, <laughs> you kind you kind of like you don't worry about them as much because like they're like all together, you know. Like especially like having twins, like having twins, like you don't really like Link and Ivy are just like they're in another room doing something else. Like they're not really. Getting, they're just getting in a little bit of trouble. Like they're having their own, like they're having their own rugrats adventures. So, so what? Do you think it's okay to not watch kids? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like <laughs> you heard it here first. Brennan says, "Leave your kids at home." <laughs> yeah, we. You know, that's that's our that's how we take care of our kids. We just leave them. We don't send them to daycare. We leave them at home, and they just like take take care of themselves. Send them to a movie theater by themselves. We'll start with well. Let's start with Tommy. Um, so uh, Tommy was. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, what is there to talk about? I mean, they're babies. I don't know. Tommy was the ringleader. He was. Uh, yeah. He was. He, was, he was the adventurous one. He was the one that was always trying to like, you know, get, um, like, Ch- to, yeah. But like he. But the reason why, and I and I and I also just read this. The reason why was because he was. Born premature, and he was born with a courageous spirit, and that's why you know that's why Tom, you know, born early, you know. Yeah, I get it, but I mean, like, first of all, I don't ever remember that being said. Second of all, what does that have to do with being courageous? Third of all, how would that ever be introduced in a kids show? A fighting spirit. It was just part of his backstory. Like, did you know you create a backstory to a a character that you probably never tell, like? They never told that part of the story. You just you got to read stuff, Adam. So like, Chucky, gotta, so Tommy, Tommy broke out of the womb prematurely, and he's gonna break out of that, you know, playpen every day for the rest of his life. To go on some fun adventure. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. Well, so what else was there to say? That that was the show. Like it was. Yeah. All right. Tommy, no, you're right. Tommy, so, Chucky, Phil, you're, well, like it was. Yeah. Right. We should just keep doing quick recaps of the characters. Okay. So. uh... That was Tommy. He was brave. He was bald. He kept screwdrivers in his diaper. Um, 
Secondly, moving on, <laughs> Chucky, long, red, fun hair, you know, big, loud, short, uh, funny voice, and he was like the scaredy cat. He never wanted to do anything. He was always like uh, sort of like the voice of uh, concern. Whenever the other babies wanted to go do something funny, he was like, oh, I don't know, we might get in trouble, we might get hurt, we might get eaten. You know, it was like sort of his shtick. Um, and the vo- little aside here, the voice of Chucky, Kristen Kavanaugh, she just recently passed away, and uh, she was also the voice of uh, Oblina in Awe Real Monsters, and she was on an episode or two of um, Salute Your Shorts as Hug's girlfriend. But anyway, so rest in peace, Chris- Kristen Kavanaugh. Um, you were great Chucky voice. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, you got, and you, got, you got Chucky, and then you got um, Phil and Will, and... Uh, Phil and Lowe were the twins, and they were just kind of game for anything. They were always, they were just, they were kind of the cronies. Like they were just, they were yeah. always around, and they were, but they were, but they were also like, they were interested in their own self and in, in their own way too. Um, so what um, other, so what other similarity about the Phil and Lil story do you think is relevant to you? <laughs> so when me and Abby, um, when me and Abby found out that we were having uh, boy and girl twins. We found we found out pretty early on um, that we were gonna that we were having a boy and a girl, and so we decided on calling them, you know, Phil and Will because you know you, that's what you do when you have, you know, babies in the womb. You name them something, and some people name them the actual name of the kid that they're going to have, and some people just name them like, some, you know, whatever. And so we named them Phil and Will because they're going to be boy and a girl, and we were very excited about that, and. uh you know, as they really became that, and then when they were born, we just decided, you know what, let's give them the little names, uh, um, Philip and Lillian, because like those sound like normal middle names. So we went with a uh, Link Philip Pointer and Ivy Lillian po- Ivy Lillian Pointer. So yeah, that's kind of what. So, so in other words, Brennan named his kids after Phil and Lil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so I think that's that. Exactly it. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. I never heard of anybody naming their kids after Phil and Lil. I certainly like Phil and Lil. I think they were um, pretty universally well-received. They were a lot of fun, uh, the two of them. Um, and then any other characters we want to go over, uh, the grandpa was always, like, watching them and falling asleep. Um, no, oh, you know what I really liked? I liked Angelica's mom. So Angelica, <laughs> the antagonist girl, she had this, like, like you know, pro pro-business power woman mother. I don't. I think her name was Charlotte. Um, yep. No, she, Char- she, Charlotte was the name of her doll. Charlotte was the name of her doll. No, um, that was Cynthia. Oh, Cynthia, thank you. You're right. Anyway, was Charlotte. I think, Sorry. I think it was. Anyway, that's all right. Um, anyway, so <laughs> her mom was always yelling at somebody on her cell phone, and she was always yelling at her assistant, Jonathan. <laughs> And I don't know why. I don't know why that's so funny to me. But there's this, there's this sort of like young, skinny, like black guy named Jonathan. And he's only in a few episodes. And essentially, it's like his job to just put out all the fires that Angelica's mom like thinks are important. And there's this one episode where like Jonathan has to babysit Angelica, and Angelica gets her own little cell phone, and she's constantly calling Jonathan on her little <laughs> cell phone and boss and bossing him around. <laughs> So, 
whatever he's always really liked the whole Angelica dynamic of the show. I, I, she was a spoiled little brat, but she was super funny. And, I don't know, she was a cute little girl, and she would trick people, and she would order food. I don't know. She was just – she reminded me of me. I just liked her. So, you know, she was like the rowdy little girl version of how I felt like I used to be. I liked her a lot. You were bossy? Like, you were the bossy kid? No, but I was very resourceful. And I, and to me, Angelica was very resourceful. I, I didn't have little babies to boss around. But if I needed to get something out of one of my parents or I needed to get something done by uh, – Charming them or Eddie Haskelling them, I certainly could do that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely probably was more of like a Chucky kid. Like, I was like never like, I never went like get into trouble or anything like that. So, in a way, I guess I was kind of like Chucky, but you know, I still. But all right, I mean, that that pretty much covers the best characters. Let's go over a few of our favorite episodes real fast. Um, Do you have any that stand out to you? I have a few. I have like a couple, like one, um, one that was that always sticks out to me is that they go like it's like one thing about Rugrats too is that they were all it was a thirty minute show and um, and so it was and it was always cut into two parts like two different episodes and so all I love that I like love that by the way I wish more shows did that I think a lot of Nick Nick shows did that didn't they. No, a lot um, of cartoons do do it. I just wish more like regular shows did it. Right, and and so so everything like any type of like these were all like this, like one like eight minute shows. One of the shows I do remember though, and I bring it up a lot in life, is uh, they go to the they go to the, the they go play mini golf, and uh, yeah, well, like Ow. everyone everyone's playing mini golf, but then like. The, the you know Tommy Chucky Phil and Will they like get lost and they're like trying to like they're like running around the the, the mini golf area and it's like all these adventures are happening and then like they get to the 18th they get to the 18th hole and um, they they get inside of it and like at, you know at most mini golf places like an 18th hole it's like a, you're basically hitting your balls into a hole and trying to get another free round of golf right yeah and so. Well, they get inside of it, and it turns out like a hole that like is supposed to like go to get a get a hole in one is like covered up, and so the the oh right, the, it's like it's like rigged, it's like rigged so you can't win, right? Exactly, and so they move it, and so like everyone starts winning, um, everyone starts oh, winning yeah, yeah, yeah. golf. Uh, but I'll remember one thing I remember on this show is that when you got a hole in one. The little clown would go hole in one, hole in one. Someone's got a hole in one, and like, oh, oh my God, I remember that jingle. <laughs> and so I like, I were, I like say that all the time when I like play mini golf. <laughs> How often like do you I, play mini golf? Well, like maybe once a year, but like you know, it's, anytime it happens, I just like hole in one, hole in one. That's yeah, that's that's what I that's, I have a very vivid memory of that episode. Um, no, that that uh, I I like the ending as well when they go and they they crawl inside the the obstacle and then suddenly all these like other golfer patrons they all start getting hole in ones and it cuts to like the guy that owns the putt putt golf course and he's like I'm ruined or something like that. <laughs> yeah I, th- um, I thought that was good. What about you? Any of any shows to get to you? Yeah, there was a few. Um, there was a couple, like, really good ones. There was one called um, 
Cool Hand Angelica, where Angelica goes to like um, like day camp essentially, and she, it's it's like the whole the whole thing is a Cool Hand Luke satire, where she goes to day camp and they and it's kind of like I don't know if you know Cool Hand Luke very well, but it's like this guy goes to, to prison and he's got to acclimate and nobody likes him at first, but then people start to like his attitude and he changes the culture of the camp. Well, it's kind of like that. Like Angelica goes and she she has to like acclimate to all the camp activities like making crap with popsicle sticks and and stuff like that and she like befriends this one nerdy kid named i think his name was like Bodie or brody and she hangs out inside this porta potty and brody like brings her all this like cookies and cakes and ice cream (laughs) and she builds this like fortress in this porta potty and then she gets like busted and she's going to get in trouble, but then she, like, you know, turns it around. You know, she becomes this really great camp counselor, and she makes stuff with popsicle sticks, and she makes her mom proud, and blah, blah, blah. And Angelica learns a little lesson about life. And I, I just <laughs> like that one, because I thought, I thought it was a good Cool Hand Luke joke. Um, and then there was, there was another one called, it was called Mega, it was called Mega Diaper Babies. And it was about, it was like the satire of this little show that they all watched called, like, Mega, Mega Hyper Heroes. And Mega Hyper mm-hmm. Heroes, like, the episode starts, they're watching this TV show, and it's, like, all these kids, they, like, turn into animals, sort of like Animorphs, kind of, and to, like, fight the bad guys and solve the problems. Mm-hmm. So, like, to- Tommy and the babies go on, like, their own, like, adventure like this, where they're all kind of, like, superheroes for an episode. And, the like, like Tommy could, like, turn into anything he wanted. And, like, uh, one of them, like, I'm pretty sure Lil... She turned into, like, this really funny character called Dotted Line Girl, where all she, like, she was just drawn out of a dotted line, and she could shoot <laughs> dotted lines at people. <laughs> and it didn't make a lot of sense, but it was fun. And, uh, yeah. That's funny. I mean, the, uh, show was, the, the show was good at that. They were good at, like, taking what other shows might do and making, like, baby versions out of them. And, right. But still making it fun, not in, like, a lame Muppet Babies way. In like a fun Rugrats way, definitely. Uh, another one—not a sort of show, but a like a recurring character was a uh, Reptar, and Reptar. Reptar. Was, um, like they go to movies. Reptar is basically Godzilla, like the Rugrats version of Godzilla, and um, and yeah, I mean, and he was always and like, but there was always shows revolved around him. Like one of them was like Reptar on Reptar on Ice. And, yeah, um, and the babies really wanted to like they're like they, like reptiles here like in person, and uh, and so they like try to like they escape from like their parents their parents who are holding them watching the ice skating, and and uh, they like try to find them and I think it's uncovered like they find out that it's like a person behind the mask and no and that that episode's really funny because they like they like do like a dance romance show on ice. Of like Reptire and this woman like singing to each other about how much they like it's really it's really it's actually really good sat- satire on like Disney movies and stuff. Um, and I remember that at one point the grandpa he's like kind of like disgruntled because he has to go watch this stupid like romance musical on ice with a dinosaur. You know? <laughs> Which <just> sounds <laughs> awesome, right? <laughs> and the, dinosaur, and the grandpa's like the grandpa's like maybe we got the wrong night and we'll get a hockey game instead. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember thinking, man, it'd be awful to go watch that pile of shit. 
Reptar on ice. What a funny idea. What uh, was funny about that is I still, I remember a jingle from that too, and it's there's like a there's like a chorus and it's like Reptar, Reptar, gotta go out. like gotta go find Reptar. Like I remember that. Like I remember jingles a lot better than I can actually remember the actual shows. But uh, do you remember yeah. o- Oodles, the talking poodle? Then. Oh man, does that ring, does that ring a bell? Oodles. I don't remember. Oodles, the talking poodle. It was just like an I episode did. or two. It was like this <laughs> poodle on TV that would solve problems like Lasty, and his name was Oodles. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, this show was, I mean, it was on for a long time. I probably stopped watching it like around like 1998 or so. Like I probably, um, you know, and it's it's still on, obviously, in like syndication on like some weird Nick on the on the splat. Um, but uh, but then they went on after the show ended, and they went on to make the millennial version, which was uh, Rugrats All Grown Up. Um, and this has nothing to do with the 90s, but it has everything to do with the 90s show. But I think what they did was like, well, like all these like 90s kids are growing up, and they're all like in junior high now, and like, so let's make the Rugrats grow up, and it will be, we'll get the same people watching it, but like, I, but it just didn't work out. It was awful. Like they were all growing no, it was up terrible. And, and like they didn't like have like imaginations anymore. And uh, yeah, yeah. And that, the imagination stuff was the best part of the show. And to be fair, I don't even really remember all grown up. I don't even know if I've watched any episodes, but uh, I definitely seen pictures of them all grown up. Um, <laughs> I remember so, that Tommy and Dill had different haircuts. I mean, I was we were like a little too old for Dill. So yeah, when Dill, they reboot, like, when they rebooted the show, they gave Tommy a little brother named Dill. But I never really watched much of those episodes. They yeah, they rebooted. They had Tommy had uh, um, Tommy had a brother, and then there was a couple like Chucky's dad ended up marrying like married someone, and there was a, like uh, another little girl, and she was like oh yeah, she was um, like from Asia, right? Yeah. Um, well, I think her mom was Asian. And then their next, their, their ne- the neighbors moved in, and then Susie came into the show, and she was like a little, she was like Angelica's age, um, and she was a little black Su- girl. Yeah. Susie was always in the show. Susie was always like, um, was she in like the early? Was, the, was she just like a, yeah. she'd come in certain episodes? Like okay. Yeah, she was only in sometimes, and she would she would always be like Angelica's little like good version rival. Like Susie would always fight to help the babies and stuff like that. Right. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So uh, if if they rebooted this show, would you watch it? Like if they rebooted it again, like new a new set of babies, Rugrats 2018 or whatever. Like like it's like Tommy's kids now. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's Tommy's kids. Okay. Uh, maybe I I, I don't. I'd let my kids watch. I want my kids to watch this. Like that's another thing about the show is that it's like I've gone back and watched episodes and it's. It's timeless. Like it's very like it, it. It stands on its own even today. And I, so I only. So you still even, watch? I've 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 tried to find episodes for me to watch because it's not available on demand. Um, and so you can like record episodes. But yeah, like I want like I would like Link and Ivy to watch it. Like it's a fun show to watch. Like and it has good like good sto- like good stories. It has good like messages. Um, but yeah, it still stands up today. Like I don't still watch it. Like if it was on, like if I was like watching, 
Nickelodeon, if I turned past Nickelodeon, I would maybe watch it for a second. It's, one, it's definitely one of those And it's one of those shows, like I said, you can watch for like 15 minutes. And that's, Yeah, that's why I like it. Um, but if they rebooted it, um, yeah, I mean, I think if they rebooted it, they should just reboot it with the same characters. If I was to reboot it. I, All right. So uh, anything we left out? Any other characters or episodes you want to talk about or anything? Eh. Eh. Not really. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it was, good. Good. Yeah. It, it was yeah. a good show to come home to. Like when you, after after a day of school, you come home, turn on Nickelodeon. After after a hard day at second grade, you yeah, come home. Hard, and, you know, after a hard take the edge of, off. After a hard day of like seven hours at grade school, which I thought was like the longest time in my life. Like you remember that? Like we were just like when you go to grade school, you only go to school from like nine o'clock to like two thirty. And, like, you think it's, like, the longest day of your life. Like... Until until you start working. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, it was... But, yeah, that's what I did. I watched Rugrats when I got home from school. That's when I watched Rugrats. It was a, it was a good escape from a, a hard day at school. A hard day at school. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, All right, well... It's a very nostalgic show. Like, there's nothing bad about it. They had some, you know... It was just, it just is what it is. It wasn't like award winning. It was just a Rugrats, and it's. I do. Do you remember like uh, a couple of years ago, Funny or Die, um, did like a spoof, like um, where they like recreated like a an episode, like a part episode, or like a they remade part of it, like but as like a horror movie. Oh really? Like how you should go back and watch it because it has like. Um, has a lot of like famous like actors in it. I think maybe is it maybe from uh what's that show called? Like, um, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah, like she plays like uh, Tommy Tommy Pickles, and I think Michael Sarah might play someone. I don't know, but it, it's really funny. You should go back. You should go watch it. Okay. Uh, um, anything else memorable about Rugrats we should talk about? Thank the fans. Whatever. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to you guys next week then. Um, I think that's good. Brendan Pointer. I'm Adam J. Pitzel. This is this has been Super Nineties Brothers. What do you think? I I think yeah. Peace. Oh oh. All right, man. <laughs> All right. Um, kind of an awkward ending. Yeah, kind of. Just, we kind of ended it. I gotta go. Yeah, though, that's our... Yeah, me too. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll talk to you later. Alright, bye.